Hey everybody, I'm very excited tonight because I get to talk about PowerShell again. And those of you who, who know me fairly well know how excited I get, probably even overly so, right, about getting to talk about PowerShell, but tonight's going to be really cool. So what we're going to do is we're going to manage our, our database files with PowerShell. So let me outline the situation here for you. I've got this database right here and I'll go to Properties, go to Files. And you look here, I've got a handful of files here, okay? And they're all set to auto grow, and all the data files are set by 10%, and I've got one, uh, one data file set to go by uh, one meg, and that's just ridiculous, right? So 10% and one meg are both really bad options. <clears throat> we'll talk about that some other time, right? Right now we're gonna talk about how to get off of it. So. Uh, the situation arose, this is actually something that came up at work. We've got a database with like 85 or 90 data files in it. And um, uh, we want to get rid of most of them and start really and start, you know, narrowing down the number of files because we finally got a LUN big enough that'll hold them all. So rather than go through here and, uh, and click on each one of these, right, because I can come here I click on that a little ellipsis and say don't enable file grow because I want to I want to turn off file grow so that the files don't get any bigger because I'm going to start emptying them and dropping them off the database so I certainly don't want them getting any bigger while I do that right so <clears throat> I have to stop the auto grow but you can that's just our situation I mean anything you want to do say if you've got a bunch of data files that have uh, different file growths right so this one's at 10% and this one's at 1 meg so you know, if I wanted to match those up and say make them all 10% or all 1 meg or all 100 megs or 1,000 megs or something, right? Um, you know, because you, you probably don't want them to grow at different rates. You know, it's, it's probably not a good idea. So, you know, any for any reason why you want to touch a, a large number of the files in your database, this is a good way to do it. So my options are what? My options are coming in here and clicking on this ellipsis you know in my case 85 or 90 times which is not an option right uh, the second option is to write a t-sql that will do a dynamic that uh, a t-sql cursor that will build a dynamic sql uh, inside of there and uh, then you know it'll build the the alter database statement for you and that's okay I mean that's the traditional way that we have to do it but that's not really optimal either this is where PowerShell is going to come in, and it's going to come in in a really, really cool way, okay? So I'm going to show you, I'm going to just go ahead and close this down. I'm going to show you how to do this. You right-click on Higher Ed, and you say Start PowerShell. <clears throat> now I'm going to get an error here when this comes up because of uh, I'm adding the snap-ins in my, in my uh, profile, but that won't affect anything that we're doing here. So okay, so I've got the Higher Ed DB here, and I'll just show you how we do the discovery, do a directory on it. Okay, I've got all the facets here that I can do. I'm going to go to File Groups. So I'm going to say CD, File Groups, directory on that. So I can go to Data or Primary. Let's see, let's try Primary. Good, now let's do a directory on that. CD Files, do a directory on that. Okay. You can see I've got these guys right here, higher ed, uh, and then I've got data two, three, four, five, and six, right? So, uh, 
how do I know what they're set at now? Now I could do all this programmatically, right? But I'm going to show you how to discover some of these things. So I'm going to say directory. Uh, I'm going to do a git member on here so I can see what I'm looking at. And I've got these properties here. So I want to do name and growth and growth type. So I'm going to say format table name growth type and I'm going to do an auto size that should get it okay good so you can see here that growth type is clearly a text and this is clearly a number so every one of these are set to grow at 10% right but what we're gonna do is we're just gonna turn it off okay now there are a couple ways we can do this within PowerShell and you know, neither one of them is really better than the other one. It doesn't really matter. <clears throat> but I do want to point something out to you early on that this has an alter method, okay? And remember, I've said this in other videos. Anytime that an object has an alter method, it's usually best to use it because that usually means that if you don't use it, it's only going to change it in your PowerShell session, in your pipeline. It's not going to actually persist that to the, to the database itself. So this is one of those cases I know because I've worked this example out that if you don't use the alter then it will not be persisted to the database and that's and that's usually what I found to be true so it's a good idea to to pull a git member on on all of these and see if they have an alter method and if they don't <coughs> then I mean if they do then you better use it right so okay so we're gonna start with a directory or we could do a, a GCI right uh, either one will work and I'm gonna pipe that to a for each include my curlies current iteration now at this point I've got to make a decision and I'm on PowerShell 2.0 and that's actually gonna matter here in a minute I'll tell you why uh, when we get there but right now we've got the growth type property right so I'm gonna say growth type yeah growth type equals and remember this is just a text right so I'm gonna say none so right now I'm gonna say growth type equals none and remember I want to persist this so I'm gonna put a semicolon there and just call the alter method on top of that so all I've done is I've gone to the files, the primary and the files, right? Directory. And then I'm pulling a directory. And for each one of those, this is the 4H right here, I'm saying take the growth type property and set it equal to none. Because it's, you know, I could I could set it equal to um, you know, whatever any other text value that it that it accepts. Uh, semicolon to terminate that statement, and then uh, I'm gonna take the current iteration, I'm gonna alter it. So this should run without incident. There we go. Now if I do an up arrow a couple times, right there, now I've got none, right? Now if I go back and verify this in my GUI, files, and you see here, none of them have, none of them have any, uh, any auto growth set with the exception of number seven okay 
data file number seven. That's because it's in a different file group, right? So what I'm gonna have to do to get to the right file group is I'll have to go one, now if I do a directory here, uh, cd to data, do another directory, go to files, there we go, there's number seven, now I just gotta find that line that changed everything, there it is, so growth type equals none, and I did an alter, there we go, so I should be able to come here, and there it is set to none again, right? So excellent, that looks good. Now, remember I said there was another way to do this, <clears throat> and there is, you can actually call the setter method, which for those of you who are .NET savvy, um, know exactly what I mean, uh, but the setter in this point, uh, in this context, is uh, a method that comes with this that will, that will do all of that for you. It will set this property for you via uh, an exposed method, okay? But one thing that you'll see, let's see if I go directory, get member, but you see here in this list of methods, there isn't anything that allows you to do that, right? You can get the type or you can refresh or you can rename or set offline or shrink or whatever, but there isn't anything that talks about um, getting the growth type or setting the growth type or any of that, right? That's because here in PowerShell 2.0, they have hidden those from us, okay? So all we got to do is basically turn them back on. Now, <clears throat> the only reason we have to turn these on is so that we can see which ones we have to choose from. PowerShell actually loads them into memory, so I could actually call the setter right now, uh, but I just can't see it in the list. So I can use it, I just can't see it. But what if we want to see it? We don't you know, know how it's spelled, or we don't know exactly what it's called, or we don't even know that it exists, and we want to see that it exists, right? So, um, you have to do a directory slash force, and then say get member, or is it get member force? It's get member force, sorry. Directory, get member force. Now look what I get. See, now I get all of these extra methods, and there's one here called where is it? Get growth type. And there's one here called set growth type. So that's the one I'm going to use. I'm going to use the set, gro uh, the set growth type method right here. Okay. So it's, it's basically the same thing. I'm going to say directory. I'm going to get my for each. Don't forget my curlies. Oops. Come back here. Nope. That was right. Okay. Now, instead of saying Instead of calling the property value down here, where'd it go? Growth type equals none. I'm going to use, uh, there it is, set growth type. And I'm going to pass it the value of none. So I'm going to say set growth type. None, right? Semicolon, alter. So it's the same thing as calling the alter method. I'm just calling... A different method right so this again will work should work oops dun, dun, dun. let me see what did I forget
Okay, so. Let me do this. Sorry about that. Come here. The problem was... There we go. Didn't set that properly. There. And it's the same thing. Higher DW. Well, sorry, I'll get this back to where we wanted it. Right there. But since it was already there, I didn't really end up changing anything, right? But you see <coughs> that it, uh, uh, you see that it did what it was supposed to. I was able to call it. Where is it again? There we go. I was able to call the directory uh, with growth. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Where are you? Come on. There we go. I was able to call the the growth type setter, the set underscore growth type, and then pass it the alter, and everything is good. So there you go. That's how you manage your database files. Now you can set any of these properties in here that you need to, right? Probably uh, with the exception of the ID. I don't know if you can change the ID or not. But <clears throat> anything that you can do in uh, T-SQL or, in, a, uh, or in, in the GUI or in an alter database statement, you should be able to change right here. So uh, this is a really good way to set, you know, mass properties on things. So uh, there you go. That's uh, an excellent way to do this, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to bring it to you. And don't forget that, uh, that PowerShell 2 trick, because that's going to trip you up sometimes. Take care.